0: Get ready and tune into the Doctor's Guide podcast, Raw and Unfiltered, a unique platform to help you optimize your health through dynamic role-playing, real-life challenges with expert guests and your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide podcast, Raw and Unfiltered. And if you've been listening to me before, and I hope you have, you'll have discovered that there is a real pathway to navigate your own health. It's probably not what you thought it was before. You know, we're not selling products, we're not selling people or our services, but we're really just sharing with you the process by which you can make smart decisions for yourself. Because I can tell you one thing, I mean, I don't know you personally, but I do know of, of all the, or the many problems that people have, because I've had those too. One of which is how do you filter all that nonsense out there? I mean, clearly there's a lot of misinformation out there misguiding you in, in the direction that's not going to serve you best, but how do you tell? And oftentimes, I mean, I'm even confused. I've, I've done 17 years of medical training and shoot, I get confused, partly because there's a lot of new information coming every single day. So if we can just share with you the process by which you can make best decisions for yourself, then that's a win because no matter what that information is, that process is going to help you today. So how do we do that? Well, I've got this amazing guest on this podcast. You know, today it's Wendy and Chris, and they'll briefly introduce themselves in a moment, but we're going to do some role-playing. And the whole idea of the role-playing is one of them, and I think Wendy's going to go today is gonna share a specific problem that they have in whether it's health, you know, whether it's life, whatever that is. And most people will be absolutely able to relate to that. You might actually get triggered by it. It may be something that's, you know, definitely hers or someone that she knows about it, you know, you decide. But the point of the matter is it's real. This is real stuff. This is not fancy, fabricated, you know, hyperbole. This is real life situations that they're gonna relate to you. And then Chris, what he'll do is he'll do a um, a six minute guide. So she's, he's going to try to help her come to some form of resolution within six minutes. Well, clearly, you know, he's not going to be able to do that unless he's incredibly magical or maybe <laughs> when he's so amazing. But the truth is, I want you to lean into what that real experience is and that process to come to some sort of resolution because ultimately you are responsible for your own health. And I say this, I mean, with absolute authenticity and, and honesty is that we no longer have an excuse to be sick anymore because the information's out there, the resources out there, beautiful people like Wendy and Chris are out there to support you. So after the six minutes, what we're gonna do is we're gonna unpack that that kind of process and talk for about 10, 50 minutes, give you some insights and distinctions and also action steps that you can take for yourself because that's ultimately the goal that I have with all these podcasts is to guide you into the right directions. And hopefully you'll find some gems and magic that they will be able to connect with you as well by reaching out to them. So first of all, Wendy, thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast. This is a big mission of mine. I'm very excited that you are here. You're an amazing human being. I've uh, had wonderful talks with you. So give us a brief you know overview of you. Then we'll go with Chris. And then we'll dive into the role play.
1: Sounds great. Well, Thank you so much for having me. Um, let's see, who am I? I'm a mom of three. Uh, I'm a wellness coach. So what does that really mean? First, I'm a trauma-informed wellness coach, which means I'm not just going to give you certain things to do mindset-wise or nutrition and personal training-wise, but I'm going to find out why there could be an ambivalence in what you're doing or stuck on based on trauma. And that's a trigger word. I know that, but trauma is just something we've all gone through. And as soon as we accept that we've all been there and done that, we can accept that we all have trauma. So I help people with personal training, nutrition, and life skills with a trauma-informed approach.
0: And uh, listeners, definitely check out, you know, her social media platform. She's amazing. She's doing some very cool things. <laughs> definitely want to check that out chris a a little bit about you and once again i want to publicly thank you for your service and it's people because of people like you that we get to experience and enjoy
2: the freedoms that we have in this country so thank you for that yeah my pleasure thanks thanks so much for having me on here this is a great opportunity my name is chris lee Uh, i was in the army for 10 years seven of which was in special forces i got out last year and decided to do full-time life coaching that's what I do now. I've got a passion for helping people figure out who they want to become and then establish goals uh, kind of based on that value system and that foundation. And then based on my, my military experience, I'm pretty good at backwards planning. And so I help you backwards plan from your long term goals to today uh, so we can create an action plan for you.
0: But I love that. And that's a concept that most people don't quite understand. It's also called reverse engineering. And that is you set your outcome first and you figure out how to get there going backwards. But everybody tries to do it the other way around, which just simply doesn't. <laughs> um, but uh, you guys are amazing in so many aspects. And I can only hope that people will reach out to you because of the gifts and the magic that you offer others in so many great ways. So let's go in. Let's dive in. Six minutes. Um you get to go, uh Wendy. So it's just a dialogue between the two of you for about six minutes. Um you have the problem and Chris will guide you to some form yes, of yes, resolution. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well Chris, my problem today is I have lost my job and mm-hmm. my marriage is in shambles and I don't know where to go from here.
2: Yeah. That's tough. I'm sorry you're going through that. Uh it's it's got to be uh, a lot on your plate right now. Um why do you why do you think your marriage is in shambles? It's a pretty heavy word.
1: Uh divorced.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're you are divorced or you're headed that way?
1: Uh I am divorced, yeah.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: So I guess uh, marriage was in shambles. Right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, right, right. Well, at least you can smile about it. Um, again, sorry you went through that. Uh, I know that's got to be difficult. Tell me the the job aspect, the the marriage aspect. You brought both of those up. Uh, you could have named anything. Um, why are those important to you?
1: Well, job, obviously finances. Sure. And, you know, i got to take care of my kids. So okay. that helps or would help. Right. Um, and as far as marriage, uh, divorce goes, it's just it's a it was a long marriage. So mm. it's complete kind of switch mentally, even though I was sort of switched out a long time ago, it's finalized. So it's kind of different.
2: Sure. Um, yeah, I know I can only imagine that those two big stress factors in your life could be pretty taxing right now. Where do you want to be? Where do you picture yourself in the future in either of those categories?
1: Uh, I picture myself helping people and being able to really um, live a life that's full. And Mm -hmm. I think I've lived my life for everybody else so far, and I'd like to be living it for me.
2: Okay. But helping people is involving other people. So <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. Uh, do you get fulfillment uh, by serving others? Yes, and is it is it coming from a place of people pleasing or is it coming from a place of like a servant's heart?
1: That's an interesting question. and honestly, both of those would be, in a sense triggers because religious background, so servant, you know, we're told to always serve, and then people pleasing is definitely something I was uh um. Definitely something I did for a long time.
2: Sure.
1: So I think now I understand both of those. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I think it's coming. I mean, I was a teacher for so long. Mm-hmm. So I know the light bulb going on in a child and that's sort of what I get with my clients. So I yeah. love that. And yeah. that's what gives me drive to get up in the morning and just do what I, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. the only reason i ask is if you are pursuing a career or a new career and you want to help others as you said i want to make sure that's coming from a place of you know healing and not not maybe reverting back to old habits where you are trying to people please
1: interesting have you yeah, done no, like that
2: have you done much self reflection on that and ensuring that you're not chasing after a career because you're feeling compelled to
1: That's an interesting thought. I have not necessarily, well, I mean, a little bit because I feel at peace. Anytime I would feel, if I look back at anything I've done, it's pretty much always been in the sense as Christianity used to define it in the service category, but it's just, I don't know. It's where I feel at peace.
2: Okay. I think that's a good word. If peace is always a, a pretty good indicator, I think of, of a healthy path. (laughs) So, so if, all right, if, if that's bringing you peace, that's excellent. Um, what there's a million different fields though, where you can help people. Uh, what is it that you feel most pulled towards?
1: Uh, the wellness
2: wellness. Okay. Like fitness and nutrition or, um, counseling.
1: Yeah. All of that.
2: All Um, that good
1: All that, all combined.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think that's an excellent field to get into. I think there's definitely opportunities there. The next question then would be Do you have the skill set that you could appropriately help the people that you want to help?
1: Yeah, I do.
2: Good. All right. (laughs) We're we're making some progress. Good. Well, if so, that's the case, then what's holding you back? If that's what you really want to do, is there anything that's holding you back?
1: Uh, probably just myself, maybe, believing that what I have.
2: Dig into that a little bit more. What do you mean by that?
1: Um, well, you see all these people that have such amazing platforms, of mm-hmm. one thing, and you know, I've had people tell me, oh, yeah, you know, you should really hone your niche in because people want to have one thing. They want to come to a coach for one thing. And um, I just don't feel led to be the best person in nutrition. I don't have a PhD in And I know there's people out there with a PhD in nutrition and there's people out there with a PhD in personal training and there's people out there with millions of dollars to take these videos in the studio of personal training Right. and so I don't have that but what I have is I have all of these combined it's kind of like when I was a mom and people would look at me and be like holy crap you're like wonder woman and I'm like no I'm not I just know how to do a lot of things (laughs) but I did a lot of things well right it's not like I was just this and so I think that's sort of where my counseling would be is that I do a lot of things well I'm if I had somebody that would need like major dialing in of nutrition because of some sort of disease or something I would have to pass them on to somebody else because that's not my forte sure if I had a client come and say I want to be a stage athlete I would pass them on you know what i mean but for the yeah. average public i think having all of that together is a benefit
2: i i 100% agree i think it's actually very difficult to compartmentalize an individual and and we are whole beings and and being well rounded like you've described is is pretty phenomenal uh, the the quote that we often hear is uh, a jack of all trades master of none well mm-hmm. the actual the actual quote is jack of all trades master of none is often better than a master of one um, being well-rounded and having a spread out skill set uh, is typically more useful, kind of like MacGyver.
1: <laughs> MacGyver, oh, MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. All well, those I, people younger than us don't get that.
0: <laughs> well, I love that. And I think we can wrap it up here. What do you guys think? Good. Sounds good. Okay, um, awesome. So Wendy, I'll start off with you. Thank you for this awesome, you know, interchange. So what was that for you?
1: Ah, oh, that was interesting. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I have words. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've kind of gone through a lot of that recently, just because that is what I'm going through. So I wanted to see what he would handle that. Um, and the interesting part is he came to all of the conclusions that I had already come to. And so mm-hmm. it was very reassuring that I'm on the right track, on the right path um, cause I respect Chris and trust his judgment. Um, so yeah, it was good to hear.
2: Awesome. Chris, what was that for you? I, I typically have to like pull my own reins back cause when I hear a problem, I immediately go into problem solve mode. Um, maybe you can relate, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, I kind of wanted to her, uh, I wanted Wendy to dig into what she was experiencing and feeling amidst that that particular issue and see i in my opinion i think it's it's best if people kind of come to conclusions on their own if i can just kind of bump them in that direction i think that's a little bit more beneficial because then they know it's from themselves and not just externally imposed upon them
0: so what do you guys find are the the biggest challenges you know because i i thought you did a brilliant job there chris and you know, also, you know, being, you know, from the armed services, uh, you're very structured. And so actually you displayed a longer process uh, and in a very short time, but you actually hit every point that typically co- good coaches will do. And, and one of the things I'll just share this right away, and I don't want to hog this conversation because I really want to hear more about you guys, but I want to acknowledge you, first of all, for doing such a phenomenal job. Thank you. And what you're doing too is not only were you acknowledging you know your, your client, but you were also kind of um, offering some openings as possibilities. but it was a very structured approach of who you are, what's your identity, you know, what's important to you, what and what's holding you back, which is often a question that people don't ask. Um, so you know, being where you come from, I'm sure that's an easy question to ask because that's <laughs> one of the things you always look at, you know, right. prevents, you know, from completing the mission. Exactly. exactly. very mission oriented. And so love, love that part. And, and with you, Wendy, I, I really appreciate your your vulnerability in all of this because that's sometimes the hard part. And I will say this is that <clears throat> any progress start has to start with vulnerability, has to start with, you know, poking holes in our in our reality. And then um, having the courage to go through. But most importantly, I, I know how much work you've done, Wendy. Um, and, I know, and I've heard some of the struggles that you have, which everybody has. But having a coach accelerates that. And I, I, can't, I can't imagine people not wanting a coach. I got many coaches myself. It was a time when I thought I knew everything. I didn't have a coach. <laughs> and I can't tell how much I regret that time. So anybody out there, just always get a coach. But the, the two beautiful things that you guys also did share. And one is service. I love um and I know that these this is what you guys do. You serve other people. You serve other people at the highest degree before you take care of yourself. And and ultimately, you know, in that space, we'll always get everything that we want. So I, I want you guys to expand your thoughts and coaching, experiences, um, and and what you guys are experiencing yourself as as those um creating magic for others.
1: Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: yeah it's i i won't lie like i never thought i would be a coach uh, it was actually my buddy brad that encouraged me to pursue this this field uh after my time in the service uh, i was like dude there's no way uh i just don't have anything to say <laughs> uh, and then he's like maybe just give it a shot um and so he he was actually when he's laughing because she knows brad but she <laughs> uh but he was the one that kind of I mean coached me into into this direction and now it's it's incredibly different than than the military because it's I I set my structure I set out my daily routine which is way different than somebody else telling me where to be when to be and how to dress (laughs) Um, uh, so with that is I don't know I have to be kind of in control of my my own situation and not not lack discipline in that area and that's something I preach to the folks i work with all the time it's like discipline is is the key to getting to where you want to be and 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 it starts with figuring out who you want to be first what kind of person do you want to become and then stack all of your goals on top of that because i mean we're we scroll instagram and everybody's got a Lamborghini or a McLaren and you start chasing after that goal and then halfway there you realize man I I just want a cabin in the woods and some peace and quiet you know well if you'd if you'd started with who do you want to be first and then built the goals on that value system, um, that's, I think, where you make your money. And then the backwards planning process, like we discussed earlier, that's that's where the discipline comes in. And just taking small steps every day, it, it develops that compound interest of effort over the long haul. Wendy?
1: I'm actually going to piggyback, but do a step before Chris's, because <laughs> I think a lot of what people need to be okay with before they discover or admit who they are or even find who they are is find what their purpose was which comes through your pain so it really is we really do find our purpose in our pain and all of us have had pain all of us have a story all of us have you know bad things that have happened to us but if we can reframe those to bad things happened for us in a sense because they are all going together to form who we are today. And when we can acknowledge and be honest with what happened in our life and look at that pain, there's beauty in that because out of that comes our purpose. And when people have a purpose, then they can kind of discover who they want to be because oftentimes we have no idea who we want to be. We're told who we're supposed to be by our parents, our teachers, our coaches, our siblings, society, our spouse. We're told a million different things. But until we understand and can appreciate where we came from, I don't really know that we have our purpose. And so we kind of need to find our purpose in order to find out who we are. It can go both ways. A lot of times people have to find out who they are first, and then they discover their purpose. But I think it can go either way. Different people find it different ways those are definitely the two ways I take clients. Um, And that's, that's why I love the fact that I just added trauma coaching to my coaching, because before that, I couldn't, I didn't have the skills to dig deep enough to appreciate our trauma. And now that I do, I find it allows clients to really value where they came from instead of hate where they came from.
0: Well, um, there's a lot to unpack with with all of that. It's amazing, you know, and, and the only thing that I can say is that and um, Chris will totally appreciate this because he's mission oriented. Um, there's a famous plastic surgeon who wrote the book Cyber Cybernetics and basically talking about we're all teleological beings. So we're mission oriented, you know, guys, especially. And, and that's what gives us purpose in life. That's what, you know, gets us happy and we're happiest when we actually do two things, right. When, when, when we grow, when we contribute. And so, you know, pain is ine- inevitable. Pain's just going to happen. I started out tell you guys, and unfortunately many of the younger generations don't appreciate that. Right. Um, I guess that's where the term uh, snowflakes uh, comes and, you uh, know, and no judgment. Okay. I mean, let's, let's be fair. But the truth of the matter is, is that the greatest generation was the one that came out of the depression. And that's because they had a lot of hardships and discovered the ability within themselves. And this is what I appreciate so much you know, about the armed services is because you're pushed to become your best version of yourself. That's the 10x. That's the 20x. Maybe it's the 100x in you that we all have. And so the truth is, is that you're blessed because you got that opportunity because maybe you didn't have that trauma, but I do agree with Wendy. We all have traumas, by the way, even if you don't know it. And I had to be knocked on the head to, (laughs) but finally, you know, trauma is everywhere, but it helps us grow, helps us become better. And when we can serve others, you know, the definition of a hero is not the one that slays the dragon so much, but it's the one that has, has, um, overcome the pain this struggle, you know, come on the other side, and then as a hero for two. So helping others, you know, um, go through life in a better way. And so, if you can help people avoid that pain, you know, that is awesome. Or get them out of the pain, and certainly knock them on their on on their butt, if you will, and on the floor, and tell them not to be a victim. <laughs> So what else would you like people to know? Do you think about this whole process of pain to purpose?
1: Hmm. I guess the thing I like to reiterate to my clients is that they're worthy. I think so many of us have been beaten down again by society, our parents, our jobs, the lack mindset that is constantly bombarded in social media um, and they're, we're, we're all worthy. We're worthy of living our dream. We're worthy of reaching for those stars and actually attaining them. You know, we're we're worthy of having a life that inspires others to live their lives. We're worthy of that. And I don't think people comprehend that because we're so busy in the rat race. And as parents, we're so busy trying to facilitate our children's life. I know I was stuck in this. I was like, well, I had a crappy childhood, so your childhood is gonna rock. <laughs> And in that process, I lost myself, partly because I didn't know who I was, because I never had that chance. But I wanted my kids to know who they were. So I think I at least did a great job of that. But in the process, I forgot that I was worthy of having a life as well. And so many parents are stuck in that right now, because of the jobs that we all have. And then the the responsibilities of kids and how we feel like we need to take them to a million activities. And somehow in there we're supposed to continue a relationship with our supposed, you know, person that we chose to love and we get lost. And I think we all get lost. And when people get lost, how are they possibly supposed to have a relationship with somebody else? Cause we are not even having a relationship with ourselves, Right. So I think the thing that I would love to have your listeners hear and take in and really receive is that they are worthy they are worthy of being loved they are worthy of having a life that's inspiring
0: yeah and i'll, I'll add on to that give yourself permission to be human you know mm-hmm. you've got your faults you've got your weaknesses that's your opportunity to grow that's not your opportunity to step into your own greatness but you're so right i mean social media these days has caused so much you know mental dysfunction if you will that it's unfortunate. And so definitely your role in this, this country and this culture is so critically important to give people an opportunity to actually, you know, get rid of all that toxic influence and move forward into greatness. Um, Chris, what else would you want to add?
2: I I saw an interesting reel on social media recently, um, and it, and it described that heroes and villains often have a very similar origin story and it begins in pain. And, and, and I liked that because that means we as individuals get to choose our destiny. Uh, It's not, it's not wrapped up in the stars. It's not, you know, preordained necessarily. It's, it's made up of the, the daily choices that we make uh, and the actions that we take. And there, there's so much outside of our control. All we really can control is our thoughts and actions. And uh, if you can, if you can have a tight rein on those two things um, and choose the kind of person you want to be i think you'll be all right
0: yeah there's a great book by uh victor frankel man's search for meaning he basically says uh, uh, the last freedom of man is to be able to choose your attitude in any given situation that's a choice and um i'm, I'm going to just share one story this was a story on 2020 two identical twins right and they met them when they are in the late 20s or early 30s something like that and both same childhood same father and unfortunately what happened with the the father was that he was a petty criminal he was uh, incarcerated many times over and so they looked at the two kids and, and when they're in the late 20s and one was super successful and then the other wasn't uh, he was also incarcerated and what was interesting is, you know, the, the interviewer asked them both the same question, you know, what do you attribute this to? Because they had the same same childhood, right? They had the same genetics, they had the same food, they had everything the same. <laughs> and it was because of their dad. They said, my dad caused me to make these choices. Completely different. And so the mm-hmm. truth is, is that you can't blame anything. You can't blame the, the economy, you can't blame other people, but it's easier for people to point fingers at others and not, not have the courage to do the work. I know both of you guys have some very interesting times and you had the courage to step forward and say, I'm better than this. And because we all are. Um, like you to wrap it up, Wendy. So tell the listeners, let the listeners know a little bit about yourself finally and how do people get the whole of you and the last comment from you.
1: Okay. Um, well, you can follow me on Wendy Lynn Myers. That's my coaching page. Um, I also have a website, Fitness. Uh, You can reach out either of those places. Um, Let's see a closing comment. I'm actually going to kind of go with, I want to piggyback off Chris's thoughts again. (laughs) It's interesting because I was just talking to my daughter about this. We were talking about books and villains and heroes, and it was amazing. And it's kind of my motto that got shared to me after I was a pastor's wife for three years and a pastor's wife of about 30 years looked at me and she was telling me, I'm so sorry for everything you've gone through you have gone through more in three years than most people go through in 80. And when she said that, you know, obviously it let down my defenses. And I was like, oh my gosh, somebody sees what I've gone through. But then here's the words that she saved the rest of my life with, because I was only 20, 26 at the time. And she said, I just have a sentence for you. Allow these things to make you better, not bitter. And that, when I could not pray or think of anything else in my life, because it was so bottomed out, those words.
0: Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you for that. Thank you. Chris, a little bit about you. How did people get a hold of you? And
2: find a comment. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. My Instagram handle is coach underscore Chris Lee. Love to hear from you. Check out some of my stuff. Um, I think final thought for me would be, um, focus on the things that you can control, which is very little, <laughs> your thoughts and actions <laughs> don't spend a whole lot of mental bandwidth on, on all the, all the things that are outside of your realm of influence. Uh, and I think if you do that, you know, you'll be all right.
0: Well, I want to thank you both. Um, I want to thank you for your authenticity, uh, for your vulnerability, and and these are real conversations that that we need to start having. You know, you see all this fanfare on on Facebook, and you mentioned the Lamborghinis, the fast cars, and they're all facades for for most people. There's some people out there that really generally you know, I wouldn't say earn it, but generally are living it in the way that's, you know, with integrity with themselves. But most people aren't, unfortunately. Why? Because we all desire to belong. And we, sh- we, we think it's because we have these physical items in our life. I've got this and it's just not real. And getting to that place of vulnerability, and I really appreciate this opportunity on this podcast um, because we see that vulnerability all the time. This is real. You can see yourselves in my guests. And, and my heart goes out to everyone who's who's feeling the pain and recognizing, yes, there is a hope. And what was interesting in my story was, you know, I trained for 17 years and I went to medical school when I was 17, trained for 17 years. And I read the Greek classics, I, I speak four languages. And I thought to myself, I, I should know everything, but I'm confused, I'm, I'm not happy. and. And then I saw this guy on, on Home Shopping Network, Tony Robbins, and what, what's this crazy car salesman actually going to sell, sell me, right? I mean, I don't want to spend any money on personal development, right? <laughs> Coaching. Boy, was I wrong. And and it was such a beautiful transition and opportunity for me to recognize the big heart that this man has who wants to change the world. I mean, I think he's now up to 60 billion meals across the world i mean how amazing is that so there's everything is possible for you and um and i will just say this to you uh wendy you don't have to be jj virgin you just have to be when and people are going to want you before they want jj virgin she has a bigger platform than you do perhaps but people want you and that's true for everyone else out there so the magic that you bring to all of us is just phenomenal and this is the reason I have this platform so people can find out what's out there for them. I'm Dr. Bart ranemaker and this is the Doctor's Guide podcast, raw and unfiltered, and we will be back. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Doctor's Guide, an innovative approach to help you navigate the complexities of your health journey with Dr. Bart ranemaker and his expert guests. Tune in to more insights and action steps in our next episode every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern.